You're in the zone. Hell. Auto zone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's their uh, yeah. that's their theme song. Oh, I love them. <laughs> Those AutoZone guys are so... I thanks love for coming out. <laughs> thanks for coming out. This one goes out to AutoZone. <laughs> you guys. This episode sponsored by AutoZone. The, fa- the fine people at AutoZone. Get in the zone! AutoZone! They're good. They're good guys. <laughs> They're not bad. Mind Gap Podcast. Welcome to Mind Gap. Uh, I'm Doug. I'm Justin. And we have a very special guest with us today. We'd like to welcome James Conklin. Hey, guys. Thank you guys so much for having me. Oh, my gosh. It is so great to have you here. I'm so excited. Now, James, according to your Wikipedia page, Uh um, you were were born in New Hampshire? Yes. You grew up in New Hampshire? Uh Uh-huh. And you now live in Chicago? Yes. And where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to school at the University of New Hampshire. The University of New Hampshire. In Durham, New Hampshire, which is a lot like Plymouth, New Hampshire. So hmm. I spent 20 years in Plymouth. Nice. And that's a very small town. Then I went for four years to college in the, the same, like a different town, but the okay. same idea. Nice. And then I moved here. <laughs> <laughs> which, what'd you study at college? Uh, English. Nice. Yes. It was very, it was very fun. Cool. English is great because it's, it's. Not hard. <laughs> <laughs> I was an English minor, so yeah, I kind of get it's it. It's kind of cool. Uh, so like you're it. you're also a uh, comedian, yes, writer, actor, oh. and oh. <laughs> 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 and I got this butthole puckered up. <laughs> God, oh uh, no, actor, actor. <laughs> and then you're also on the Herald Team Scout. Yes, you're a part of Independent Team Jerk Store. Yes, and you also uh, just do a bunch of writing and stuff yeah. like that. Awesome. Yeah. Also, according to Wikipedia page, you're seven and a half feet tall. Yes, yeah, seven and a half feet tall, and uh, zero inches <laughs> beyond that. <laughs> they take that. They take that half, and that is six inches. <laughs> and there's no other explanation that comes with it. There's nothing else going on. And that's what I love about. I mean, those guys over at Wikipedia. I gotta tell you, yeah, <laughs> like a bunch of clowns. Those are my those are my boys and girls. You know, <laughs> yeah, I gotta tell you, you know AutoZone what? and Wikipedia. They're, uh, they're uh, big fan over they're here. They're good folks. They're good guys. <laughs> big fan. It's just not you know. It's not hard to make things a commercial. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all it takes is a little bit of a testimonial, and you're like, there you go. I kind of spoke for you. <laughs> just, just repeat yourself a couple of times, and you have yourself a pretty great. Kind of commercial. <laughs> I've always enjoyed, like, you know, the testimonials you see for, like, different things. But what I always wanted to see was, like, on a DVD cover where someone would be like, it's 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> it was entertaining. You know, it's it's decent. It killed an hour and a half. Right. Well, and it's also, like, that's the kind of shit that's – right. First of all, exactly. Like, can we just be honest about what happened? Yeah. Like, did it re- – okay. You know, was it really – oh, that's enthralling. I've never seen anything like it. Well, I love it. Really? Jaw-droppingly stunning. Because it will be, like, enthralling, dot, dot, dot. Like, that's the one word they pull right. from something. Right. From a, yes. a two-paragraph thing that says, enthralling is not a word I would use to describe this. Yeah. Or not enthralling. Or it's like, dot, 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 enthralling, dot, dot, dot. Like, they're right. just picking that one word out. They said it. 
They well, send it in. <laughs> right. And then you get, and then that makes Rotten Tomatoes and Yelp exist. It's like, <laughs> oh, now we need that because, because, you know, someone saying something wasn't really true. Yeah. So now we're just going to have everybody weigh in. Fact check this. Yeah. Fact check it. <laughs> that's, that's so true, too, because now you also have the age of online critics where everyone is literally a critic mm-hmm. yeah. for anything. Mm-hmm. That it, South Park episode. Did you guys Oh, with the Yelp? Oh, it's fantastic. I haven't seen that one. It's it, pretty solid. They really, they, they changed they, the game. They stuck they, it to the Yelpers. Yeah. They South Park, they fucking know what they're doing, man. They changed the game. I love everything they do. One of my favorite episodes was, it was Crack Baby Basketball. Yeah. And <laughs> where they basically, Cartman's starting this crack, crack Baby Basketball League, where basically their babies are on crack, and he basically takes them, he puts a ball of crack on the table, and the baby's like, chase it and they try yeah. to like score and stuff like that <laughs> and it's a direct comparison to like ncaa sports oh. yeah because the, the mom is like well like one mom's like well how much is the baby getting paid it's like well they're not they're not paid you know yeah you know right. whatever and she's like well i feel like they should be getting paid because you're getting paid he's like no so he dresses up like colonel sanders carmen does mm-hmm. and he goes to one of the universities he's like oh my lord i gotta say Jesus how do you Christ. deal with your boys and the, the guy's <laughs> like I, i'm sorry what was oh oh your, your, your slaves that you have how do you deal with them and he's like oh no sir they're not slaves they're they're our collegiate athletes he's like oh of course collegiate athletes <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it's just like this amazing wow, sort of like, like that satire because you know they've been talking about that for years about yeah, whether yeah. or not these kids should actually get paid for what they do and i was sure. like these guys are not afraid to <laughs> just go the distance yeah can go with it because again it's got a point oh it does yeah you know oh, it's, yeah. it's not just you know racism or like edgy for the sake of it they've got a reason to right. talk about well it. and it's so cool how they like they use they basically just make carmen the vessel of like <laughs> their issue so it's like oh Cartman is now college basketball. Yes, exactly. Right, right, we just right. get to have well, him just showcase being terrible. It's exactly. nice because like Cartman, Cartman embodies what uh, Stephen Colbert's character embodied for right. nine yes. years. Like it's just here, yeah. Here is that vehicle that we can just you can take one issue out and put another issue in, and he's yeah. just the shitty embodiment of that. Exactly, and, then, yeah. and he's proud of it too. And he's very proud. Exactly, yeah. He's proud of everything that he does, and he he's got his opinion, and he definitely embodies that opinion of that. <laughs> in, in whatever that issue is, he takes yeah. it down one hundred percent. Well, Colbert, Colbert is like my favorite. That's oh yeah, the yeah. best show. I mean, that was like one of the best shows I've ever seen in my Do life. Do you watch the Late Show? Uh, not yet, but not yet. I, I've seen it like once or twice, but not consistently. Yeah. The thing that I actually like about that, which is I thought was really cool, is uh, they um, <clears throat> they're kind of changed. And I, there's an article that I had queued up. You remember me and my tabs mm. when we worked together? I would always have like 300 tabs open. Sure. I was like, I'll get. Oh, I'm to gonna them. get to them. And by the end of the week, I'm like, I got to close them. I got to show my computer now. <laughs> or I'd bookmark them. I've got folders on my bookmark bar that are just packed with things from like three years ago. I'm gonna get back to this. I'll read it at some point. Yeah, at some point, it's like 404 not found anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but, uh, no, there was an article they wrote about, uh, uh, the, the, the booker, uh, his, his booking, um, uh, producer oh, cool. and how he's bringing, he's basically bringing every, like he's some shows he deviates from, but most of the time he has like one celebrity quote unquote, and then he'll, he'll have a political, like mm-hmm. someone running for president, a Senator, Someone who's you know like uh, um, uh, what's the Tesla guy? The guy who created Tesla. Oh, um, Elon Musk. Yeah, he had him like yeah. so someone like a person, a true person of interest that's not sure. just like famous. So, sure. Um, and it's just cool like he's bringing that to the mainstream talk show circuit, which I think is actually kind of a refreshing. Yeah. You know, because he's so politically driven, I just think it's cool yeah. that he's bringing that point. Oh, of view. because most people would bring on like 
like whatever Jennifer Lawrence. Right, Rihanna sure. Or and I'm sure he, he obviously does that, but at the same, yeah. well, he kind of did he, that on his show has too. To, yeah. He did the same thing on yeah. his. And so he'll usually before. have one of one yeah. and then the other. Yeah, but some of them have actually gotten first billing. Yeah, and the celebrities gotten second billing, which I thought sure. was ballsy. I was like, that's kind of cool. I think that's, that's kind of the world we live in nowadays. You know, where it's like there's so much more out there other than just your typical movie star or celebrity yeah. that it's like we kind of need to bring this person in, and they're not afraid to do that yeah. anymore. Absolutely. Right, and also like just yeah, like TMZ has kind of become like Playboy. Yeah, it's you're like, absolutely right. You can get bullshit for free everywhere. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Why would I ever? You gotta, get, you gotta get the internet for that, right? Yeah, yeah. So it's a huge kind of like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Anyone can make stuff up, right? Yeah, that's nice. what the internet's known for, right? <laughs> <laughs> they love like, this stuff. It, that's why we have a website. Is is Ava go to alive? You know, like oh my God, I yeah. haven't been there in a while. I hope he's doing okay. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever, have you ever with the site? Yeah. <laughs> In case you haven't heard, uh, there's a website that uh, it's called. Is it is Ava go to dead or is Ava go to alive? Uh, I'm gonna have to look it up. It's one. It's one of those, and basically you go there and it says is Ava go to alive, and it says yes. And it's got it's got (laughs) the the counter of when it was last updated, so you know like this is a current status. Someone is literally going there and updating that website. It is purely there. It's I've I've been to it so many times. I just had to type in AB, and it was like you're looking for abevagoda.com, and that's all. It's in its abevagoda status. So it's uh, www. A-B-E-V-I-G-O-D-A.com, AveVagoda.com. Big shout out to whoever owns that website. You're getting a massive plug today. Yeah, right. There um, you go. Great. Ava- oh, oh, Jesus. Look at- <laughs> I was like, is he dead? I Okay, look at this. At the bottom, it says Ava Vagoda is dead post-mortem, but at the top is where the status is. It's above the picture. So if you go, oh. don't get it said, freaked it out. It said of- Ava dead and then parentheses. Pre-mortem mix. Right, yeah, all right. So <laughs> he's fine. As of today, he is fine. There we go, guys. We did a good deed. We checked. Ava Goda's alive. Ava Goda's alive. <laughs> all right. All I right. want to so partner with that website. <laughs> yeah. I love them. So what we what we really came here to talk about today, gentlemen, yes. was, let's get down is, to brass tacks. It's a real we? it's a real let's epidemic plague, plaguing uh, this United States of America, and really it's an issue that's plaguing the world, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. that is uh, movie prequels. And uh, if you're not familiar with what a prequel is, right, shame me, on you. Shame on you. Actually, right. good for you. It's uh, usually the movie they make after it's it storyline that comes before what we've already seen. So a common one that you all should probably know, or the. That, we, that we've railed on on this podcast Episodes already. 1, 2, and 3 of Star Wars mm-hmm. are prequels, because originally the 4, 5, and 6 came out. Right. And my, uh, I've, got a, I've got a general beef with this, as James has gotten a, a little taste of, and, and, and Justin has heard me rant and rave about for a while. And my beef about it is, is basically I feel like they're unnecessary. <clears throat> and I feel like they're unnecessary for the reason that you're telling a story that we already know the answer to. We already know how it ends, because we've seen what happens after it. So there's no tension. There's no stakes to be raised. There's no stakes. There's no. There's no. There's nothing there for us that's going to surprise us. And more often than not, <clears throat> the story over-explains something that we've already known. Mm-hmm. Case in point, uh, for some reason, Anakin Skywalker built C-3PO in the prequels. Totally didn't need to happen. <clears throat> but as, as far as I'm concerned, R2-D2 and C-3PO didn't need to be in the prequels. But, you know, George Lucas put them in there anyway. So, right. Not a huge fan of that sort of stuff. Another one um, is uh, there's what was another good one? Uh, uh, Hannibal uh, Hannibal Rises. Yeah. yeah, Hannibal Rising or whatever. Why <laughs> do we need to explain where Hannibal Lecter came from? We don't. Sure. We just need to know that he's an evil psychopath who likes to eat people. We'll has... jump. We'll jump into it. All right. Um, 
I am going to do... I'm going to do the devil's advocate thing. Do it. Because Doug and I, Doug approached me with this idea, and I was like, I know where you stand on this. I said, so I'm assuming I'm, I am to take the devil's advocate role. I and gave Doug's Justin like, homework. If you wouldn't mind <laughs> it, taking up the uh, the counter to my argument. Yes. Uh, for the record, by and large, I agree with what Doug is saying. So this most of what I'm fun. saying is I had to do a bunch of research, and I really, <clears throat> I'm going to be falling back on my improv and arguing laurels here. So we're going we're gonna to see how this goes. But... <laughs> 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 Thank you. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, um, so before we get started, James, how do you feel about prequels? Yeah. Oh, uh, I think it's it's so for me, it's kind of like I'm in I've it's in creating. <laughs> I have become very much like uh, opposed to rehashing things mm-hmm. or like doing things that are the same. Yeah. Or things that you already know how to do. Um, so like even as simple as like characters you already know how to write for yeah right like and so i think a lot about like rick and morty mm-hmm. and i've got to watch that show you've got to watch nothing the show. but great things about have you, you seen the this show? yet is it the one with like the old this like the grandfather and the son and their time traveler or something yeah, like that? yeah okay yeah I, I i know of it but i've, never I've seen heard it. it's fantastic well so they have like they'll do things like they'll have like um uh, just as an example they did some kind of parallel universe thing mm-hmm. where they they have like pizzas calling they okay so they have like phones calling uh on pizzas <laughs> to order people ah, right? or like and then there's like people on the pizza and like there's all the there's just like this game of yeah. like they're just hitting ordering pizza so hard and i only think of that because it's so new and like so invented mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so for me it's kind of like it's not even lazy and it's not even about like why do we have to see it before it's more just about like, like you already know how to make this thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of like having, like, like Fast and the Furious Seven. Mm-hmm. You know exactly like what's going to happen sure. every time those movies yeah. happen, which is fine. Yeah, but it's one of those things where it's like it's so complacent. Sure, it's a and cash it, grab. That's right. all it is. Yeah. yeah, which is fine, but it's like you have to, you have to call that out. Yeah, like Star Wars is like, in my head, it's like, oh, that's. Those those newer ones were so they could make a ton of money. Oh, of course, absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Because yeah. the, the thing is, like, especially when we talk about Star Wars, um, I think it's like w- when you when you watch the original the original trilogy, there's so much that's like we understand without seeing. We know that there was a Clone War. We know that the Jedi got hunted down. We know that Darth Vader and Obi Wan fought. And we know that Darth Vader received some sort of burns or some damage to his body that en- encases him in a suit. We know that he has a son. We know that he has a daughter. We know that the Empire existed. And in episode four, we know that they dissolved the Senate. We know so much from the original trilogy. And it's like, why do we need to go back and actually see it happen? Because when, you know, when you're watching the prequels, the only thing you're looking for is like, well, at some point, Darth Vader, Anakin, and, and Obi-Wan are going to fight each other. Right. And that's all we're waiting for. That's the only reason why most people only watch episode three, because they're like, well, that's the only good one. It's really not that good, but that's the pinnacle point where... Out of the three. Yeah. yeah. Where Anakin and Obi-Wan fight, you know, in that epic, ridiculously too long, like, lightsaber fight. Right. You know, on the molten planet. And it's like, we already know what's, what's going to happen. So... For me, when I watched that, I was like, "There's," I'm like, "Okay," and all that, but it's just shittily done too. But that's, that's when the worst you, part. But, and that's when you fill in those gaps with more new stuff. Yeah, that can still exist without it being 
like that that's again that's the thing with Rick and Morty is like it's always like new stuff mm-hmm. that is not necessary. <laughs> so it's like all this stuff can happen. I love and that. now they still like he still has a stupid spaceship and they still live in this stupid house. Like it's over. <laughs> you know? Right, right. Like and like everyone gets home safe home. and it's like over. Right. So you can have that. Like you can have you can be waiting for those moments mm-hmm. without like the safety you, blanket moments. Yeah. Right. With like you can hit those you can hit those moments mm-hmm. without it being so boring up until that point. Yeah. Right. Like you can fill it with more stuff that distracts it. That's so true. Well, my question to Doug is, uh, based off of your, your argument thus mm-hmm. far, um, first off, I was going to ask you, and before you went into Hannibal, I was going to say, <laughs> what other movies over-explain? Because every time we talk about it, yeah. you go back to Star Wars. And yeah. while it is an un- incredibly valid point. Yeah. There's it's gotta the be only I, I feel broken. It feels broken record. Sure. Like what? What other movies over or over? Not over. Well, yeah, over explain or, sure. or unnecessarily give like this is because of this. Yeah, I would say Hannibal Rising is mm-hmm. one, which is just I. Uh, it's just a terrible movie altogether. Uh, Carlito's Rise. Mm-hmm. I don't know if anyone remembers the movie Carlito's Way, starring Al Pacino, mm-hmm. which was I feel like one of those movies that happened that people don't really like. Oh yeah, that's a Pacino movie. Right. Um, and then, like, for some inexplicable... Was Luis Guzman in that? I don't think... Uh, John Leguizamo was in it. Okay. Um, and it's essentially, it's about, whatever, it, it's got... Carlito. Sh- Sean right? Penn's He's also in it. Way. Yeah, finding his way. You know? Self-explanatory. Former, uh, former drug guy who <laughs> got uh, uh, locked away, and then he got cleared of his charges, and he's like, mm-hmm. I'm starting fresh, I'm not going back to that life, but he keeps getting pulled back into it. Uh, and then every time I think I'm out, they pull me back in. That's right. Vigo Mortensen also plays a small role in that as well. And there's a quick shot in that movie where he's like talking about the old days and it shows him like, you know, walking through as like a big shot, but that's the only scene you see it. And then for some reason, like, I think it was like 10 or 15 years after that movie came out, they're like, you know, Carlitos rise. And I'm like, wait, this movie is relevant to that? Like who was like green light it? We need to tell this right. prequel of when Carlito was a crazy drug guy. But how is that over-explaining things? Well, I won't even say that's right. necessarily over-explaining. It's just not necessary. Like, we right. don't need to know that story. Okay. But so... one of Part of my problem with Star Wars is, like, they're like, we have to explain where everything came from. Oh, absolutely, yeah. But it's also like, we also don't need that story. But the thing... So here's my here's my question. Just from a, a pure storytelling standpoint, mm-hmm. why, why do we... Why don't... Why not know where they came from? Like for for Hannibal, I'm not saying it's a sure. good movie, but yeah. f- why not know like the madness that right. created this monster? Like why not see what actually happened in this man's life to create this like insane monster? I'm so glad you asked that question. Thank you. It's right. the same thing with the Halloween remake with Rob Zombie, All right. where I kind of ranted on for our Halloween episode, mm-hmm. where I was basically like Michael Myers was listed as. Being this, he's pure evil. Mm-hmm. You know, he that's just what he is. Yeah. But then in Rob Zombie's remake, we see his backstory as a child, where he's living in a broken home. He's got crazy parents. He gets bullied at school. His 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 sisters. But see, that uh, was that was that rides the line of is it a, is it a remake? Mm-hmm. Like, is it, are they rebooting it, or are they are they truly doing a prequel? See, I kind of lumped that in a little bit as a prequel, even though it's a reboot, because they did the reboot after the original, and then they're like, you know what we need to do? We need to explain this backstory. And it's like, no, we really don't. And because of that, it, it, it tarnishes that for me. It's the same. It's like with Hannibal Rising, the same thing. Like, we have Silence of the Lambs. We mm-hmm. have Red Dragon. We've got, uh, you know, Hannibal. We have right. all those movies. And then it's like, you know what we really need to do? We need to find out. 
We need to find out what really drives Hannibal. That's not an interesting story for me. Yeah, but see, the thing is with Michael Myers, mm-hmm. and feel free to interrupt us anytime because yeah, yeah. we could do this all night <laughs> with, with Michael Myers. <laughs> um, there's there's a, there's a supernatural element to it. Like he's pure evil. There's something just pure evil behind this. And I don't know. I know yeah. I'm pulling from four and five to say there's a supernatural. I was going to say element, I was gonna, but, originally but, I don't think that was the case. But uh, well, but I mean, but for him to be shot six times, fall out of a second story window, and yeah. then not be there. Yeah. You have to kind of assume there's something supernatural going on. There. Hey, look. You you can't just assume that just a resilient dude. Hey, 50 Cent got shot nine times. He's still around. Right. Am I right, yeah. James? He just, he, he all he does that. is walks with a limp. He told us that when he was right. into club. He just, exactly. He, just, he's so nice to kind of like let us know what's going on with him. You know, that 50 Cent, he's uh, he, him and he's, his legs. He's a good guy. But I, AutoZone, Wikipedia, 50 Cent. That's Big all we fan need. over here. That's, that's all we need. Get right? Richard Die trying. Thank you very much. Perfect. <laughs> Come on down. We got a, wi- you know, wicked Wikipedia. You know? But I think it is like, it is something of like a storytelling thing. It's like, okay, is this really like, is this really just a means of telling a story or is it just trying to rehash things? So I, I think it's like, it comes up, it comes about from a motive standpoint where sure. it's like, if you want to write, kind of like writing spec scripts, it's like, if you want to write a spec script, that's great. And you're going to use all the same people and all that stuff. But it's like, are prequels really like just bullshit, like rehashings? Or are mm-hmm. they just like a big episode of a TV show? Sure. You know? Yeah, no, that's a good point. And I'd also like to say that if Lucas had started with episode one, we wouldn't be having this conversation about Star Wars because I wouldn't be going, it was a prequel. He would just be continuing the story. Right. Really would have been curious to see how that would have turned out if he would have started with episode one. Mm-hmm. Would we still love it <clears throat> as it is today? Right. I mean, I don't think you'd love the older ones because I think the older ones are great because it, it, it's kind of like in an improv scene where you're like starting with like the meat of the scene. You Very know? true. Yeah, that's great. A that's a really so the good explication point. That's a great comes point. later. Mm-hmm. And but I, think I also that's, wonder yeah. how the, the story would have changed, too, if you would have started with one because the, the, the first one, as we know it now, is full of boring politics and Senate hearing meetings and whereas like – yeah. Episode four starts out, shit, man. Right. Fucking Empire Star Destroyers attacking this <laughs> rebel ship, man, right out the gate. Right. We got the plans that they're now on Tatooine. We got to find Obi-Wan Kenobi. We're in it. We're oh, going. Complete side note. Yeah. Um, I was looking at like 48 hotels you have to visit before you die. Yeah. One of them was the Skywalker Ranch. Oh, yeah? They actually have it still standing. They've turned it into a hotel. You can stay there for 10 bucks a night. What? It's like in I don't know where they shot it, but it's Is this the place where you can get hookers? Uh they're they're green, yeah, but mm. yeah. I'm confusing that with the Bunny Ranch. My bad. Yep. Uh, <laughs> this is the Skywalker Ranch. Okay. Yeah. Yes, the, get... here the hookers are green. <laughs> and they dress like the slave Princess Leia. Right, yes. Which by the way, that costume is uh Disney's trying to get rid of it now. They're oh, ceasing production on the that. Princess Leia slave thing oh yeah yeah the princess leia slave slave yeah the slave uh, outfit it's like jerk it well you got it guys can't you have anything away. sacred disney <laughs> you, have to, like, right. you have to fucking g-rate everything god <laughs> they're so quick to just pull shit pull shit back i didn't even get a chance to see daisy duck in that am i right guys guys oh, what's going on <laughs> what's going on what's, talk about what's, this? what's that say about you justin you want to see an animated character in a Princess Leia slave outfit. You know? This is the second time today I've heard Daisy Duck. <laughs> Seriously? I'm not even fucking sure. 
I think I heard this at work. Oh no! No way! Was it the same conversation? I mean, like, were they were they hoping to see her in a bikini? No, no. I mean, it's just similar. Like, oh man, I remember when we were attracted to. You know what we were doing? Because we're doing oh, a yeah. food deck, so we were looking at like cereals and stuff. And you only eat cereal when you're uh, younger. I eat cereal now as a man. I know, uh, but like, go- like you know. Goofy ones, goofy cereals, like crazy what? cereals. Like what? What kind of cereals? Like uh, some, hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, like cocoa puffs and all that stuff. I have, I have cocoa puffs as a, as okay. a, as a grown man. You know what, Doug? I just want to make sure you're not judging me because I feel like I'm in the wrong because I eat that. I'm as judging a man. you now. I'm now that we're like, it. we're gonna slow down and talk about it. Now <laughs> I get to judge you. Wait, so the cocoa puffs Jesus was like was a, Christ was a the stuff. It was a bird. So is there something sexual about that bird? See no, the beak but on that it, bird? it's like kind of like the. Ki- <laughs> <laughs> they like beaker. Did you see, no, did you see the beak on that bird? Oh, it's got oh, a the, huge pecker. What about the beaker <laughs> from Muppets? Remember that when they were like doing the science experiment? Oh, the beaker with like, bottom for sure. Yeah, what's fun is we've we've left the conversation <laughs> now, and now we're in my head, and that's kind of a scary. That's scary like, for everyone. This is the mind me. gap starring James Conklin. <laughs> this is it. This is, uh, but yeah, I, I would say like, I, well, the only thing it, it, that came up was like being, so we're trying to do like pervy mm-hmm. food stuff. Yeah. So why don't you explain to the podcasters what you do for a living? I, uh, write for a dick joke app. <laughs> um, and it's just a, it's like a dumb card game on your phone. And I write about penises. Nice. For, for, for life, that's, I'm gonna do that for my. That's life. a way to spend your day, right? Penises yeah. for life. <laughs> Penises for life. Yes. Hold on, that's gonna go in a shirt. <laughs> Penises for life. <laughs> and you know, let's just shirts, sweatshirts. Let's make a hat. <laughs> let's make let's make a little beanie hat for kids. You know, <laughs> just hey, their heads get cold too. Yeah. That's a good point. Doug's got a good point about the, uh, but, the hats. About the head temperature of yeah. children? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a real thing. By the way, you know that thing where they say, you know, all the heat is generated from your head, so yeah. you just have to cover your head? False. Did false. you know that was false? I didn't know that was false.com. Because they did a uh, they did a study about this back in, like, the 50s, and uh, it was really cold outside, so they had a bunch of dudes out there working out in the cold to see where the heat would leave their body, and guess what they didn't have on their heads? Hats. A hat. So guess where all the heat left from? Their head. Their head. Interesting. <laughs> that makes sense. They're Stupid like, 50s they're people. like, let's see here. Where's all the heat? Wow, it's not on the head. So that must be where all the heat goes. <laughs> not true. Weird. Yeah. I don't I don't. I don't even follow s- that logic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that helps me understand where the science of that came from. Oh, man, the head's cold, which means that's where the heat was. <laughs> right? They just came in. Up, oh, coldest part of the body. Yeah, guys, this is the coldest part of the body. Is the head. I'm not gonna touch any other part of you. <laughs> tell you that much. Because the other parts has got sweatshirts and stuff like that. So obviously that's where the heat is. You're all gross under that yeah. jacket. What a confusing experiment. <laughs> <laughs> and someone left that being like, "Yeah, that, oh, what a great. We did so well out there." <laughs> the guys, we figured it out. For years, people are gonna look back on our research and just know where the heat goes. And that became the common thing where it's like, "Yeah, guys, you gotta cover your head because that's where all the heat is." It's in your hat. It was some hat company that fucking oh, paid yeah, right? them to do that research. That's what I love, yeah. Like, it's like some, like, lobbyist bullshit. Right. <laughs> the mitten guy versus the hat guy. And the hat guy got a bunch of people to dress up in science gear. God. His study looks smarter. Let's go with his. Yeah. 
<laughs> look at those coats. <laughs> look at how nice they look. Their heads so look funny. cold, but those coats look nice. <laughs> that is so great. In the 50s? Yeah. People weren't even dumb in the 50s. They weren't dumb? No, like they weren't like, it wasn't like. I don't know, dude. Racism was alive and well in the 50s. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I guess, man, that was like not that long ago. No, it really wasn't. People really really didn't know anything. No. No? The whole time. Yeah, right? Look at that heat exam from your head. Remember that? When people were like, when there was like, wasn't wasn't that when like there was like obviously uh, aliens and obviously God and yeah. all that stuff? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously aliens and obviously God. You know all that crazy shit. <laughs> you know the stuff that I'm, I'm uh, apparently assuming doesn't exist now. <laughs> apparently, that's what I've, I've taken on the role of. Look, of no, any, no one else thinks that anymore. Obviously, anything that they believe back then needs to be with this hat thing now. <laughs> Doug blowing the lid off this case, like we need to go back and reexamine everything they thought back then. Right. Right. Exactly. I don't trust shit from back then. <laughs> yeah, and. Oh, that's such a weird thing. It's like, oh, man, this is what someone told me and taught me before. And there's no way to verify it. Whereas nowadays, everyone's like, go to Snopes.com and, and figure out whether that's I bullshit. I don't know if that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Ugh. And everyone's so, oh, everyone's so sure. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to look that up. Gonna... <laughs> Everyone pulls up. Like, we just get, what is it? Is Ava going alive? Hold on. Let me check. Yeah. Yep, yeah. He's alive. He's alive. <laughs> Fucking! I hope one day I can have an app where people are like concerned whether or not. Let me let me check real quick. Is, I gotta know this thing. Is it? Yeah, right. And we have access to all that information now. What yeah. a bunch of dummies back then. Yeah, bunch of fucking dummies. I'll tell you what they didn't have back then. Mm. Prequels. Right. Well, way to bring it back, bud. That was good. Take Jesus. that. Take Jesus that. Christ. Take two. I'm so mad right now. I just had to punch that fucking. That's, fuck you, fifties! You, you say the word prequels and you talk about the fifties, and Doug just loses his mind. Lose my goddamn mind! <laughs> <laughs> he just goes insane during like, this prequel discussion. <laughs> oh. just grabs this dog biscuit and just starts gnawing. <laughs> Doug, you all right? <laughs> all right, Justin, continue with your points. <laughs> no, well, you had asked me to put together a list of prequels yes. that I thought what is were. This <laughs> going on? I think every single person that has been on has gone, what is this? What does this do? What is this? What is this thing do? Well, I just don't know if I should get it off the thing. Yeah, it's fine. It's cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? You Doing microphone talk on Mind Gap. Yeah. You had asked me to put together a list of prequels that I thought could pass as necessary or good or a thing that happens... We can probably verify that they were, in fact, movies. Uh, so I'll go down them. I'll mm-hmm. give my points, and then you can refute them Love as it. you will. Love it. Um, yes. Again, some of these I had I had to work for. <laughs> okay. I had to really stretch and, like, eh, it could be this. Huh? <laughs> all while not doing work at my actual job. Um, Hooray. All right. So first one is X-Men First Class. Someone brought that up on Saturday, actually. that was the. Remember I told you there was that a good was example? That was the one. Okay, yeah. I couldn't remember what it was. I would say the reason I have it down is it's a good standalone movie. Like, if you take away the other X-Men movies, that's a fantastic standalone movie. Um, gave great and arguably necessary character backstory that helped the audience understand the motives of each character in the original three movies. So, you... <laughs> you all right there? No, I got water that's on my glasses. Because I'm an idiot. But no, I think I, I this is an example for me of something where you it's a necessary backstory. 
it gave good and necessary because we know now in present time where all of their motives are coming from, why their relationships are the way they are, who like we know you know whose relationship is formed with who and why certain relationships are strained, why someone's so pissed off. Like it really starts to build the characters out in more of a three dimensional way. It's too bad that was a reboot and not a prequel, but we can we can keep going. You consider that a reboot? Yeah, because after X Men Three and X Men Origins Wolverine, uh, they used and that. the Wolverine. Well, it came after, but yeah. yeah, they used that as a way of rebooting the franchise because they went back in time, and then eventually they pulled all those characters together in Age of a uh, right. But the fact that they pulled them all together mm-hmm. to me would would they pulled a Star Trek with JJ Abrams Star Trek where they basically reinvented the future using these guys as a as a way of doing that. Reinvented the future with mm-hmm. the... Like with Star Trek, they're like, well, we've already told the story, so right, we can't really do that. So what if we do something with the Are they going to recast the whole X-Men franchise now? Because it seems like in the Age of Apocalypse, they've got a lot of the similar characters. They've got some new, but they've got a lot of similar. I don't think uh, Patrick Stewart or Ian McKellen are coming back. I don't think so. So essentially what they were doing is they were rebooting the franchise with these new actors. Because the list that I was looking on mm-hmm. did have, they highlighted the ones that were not fully considered prequels and this one wasn't mm-hmm. highlighted. I'm it, just saying. I'm yeah, just no, saying. No, no, I, I think I think it's it's I think it might be 50-50, but I know the intention right. was let's start over and reboot the franchise like this and then they worked in Ian McKellen and Patrick Stewart to kind of tie it together with Days of Future Past okay. so that they could then be like reboot the franchise because they're like we my have Fox is like I think we killed it guys. I didn't think it was possible but we killed this franchise. So by that logic then I'm going to argue that that Star Wars 1, 2, and 3 were reboots? No. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. How so? Absolutely. <laughs> different actors. Different actors. Same characters, different actors, right? Obi-Wan Kenobi wasn't the same dude. It was a different actor. No. The, yep, yep, absolutely. Yep, that was a reboot. The, the intent- they had taken it to a point, and they're like, you know what? Let's tell this different story. ba <laughs> Nailed a, it, guys! Did you know that? Oh, <laughs> did you know oh, that? Did you know that boom. George George Lucas was just in here for a second? <laughs> that was a flawless George Lucas. I'm pretty Lucas. sure that's how he sounds when he argues something. All right, I'll I'll concede that X Men First Class, I guess, was thank you more of a reboot. Fuck yourself. <laughs> um, how about how about the Hobbit? The, the Hobbit, Hobbit was definitely a prequel. It leads right into the next three. The they Hobbit, were not rebooting the series. The Hobbit in the story actually comes first, but they just filmed the movie Lord of the Rings first. Right. So, but we're we're not talking about literature. We're okay. going we're going off of movies. Okay. So technically, in the movie world, in the cinematic universe, that would be considered a prequel. And yeah. my rationale for putting that on there was I never saw it, but I heard it was good. <laughs> that was my. I never saw it, but I heard, I it, heard was, it was good. It was like, ah, you know, those uh, those Hobbit guys, uh, they're okay. They're all right. You know, they're all right. Little those hairy Hobbit. feet. <laughs> I like them. Bada bing. Bada bing. Bada bing. Did you ever see The Hobbit? No. <laughs> Why not? I don't think I, I cared. I didn't like, I couldn't watch the, I watched the first Lord of the Rings movie. Uh-huh. I mean, I watched them all eventually, but I, I didn't, it it's was not so your thing. long. It's not your thing? No. They really like walking around. <laughs> That's literally what they do I, in the book. Yeah. <laughs> and they, it's just like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> stop walking around. <laughs> what is going on? And it's so like, 
it's almost like old timey where it's like it seems like borderline like um Oregon Trail-y. Where it's like this is all that's happening is they're walking really far and they don't have a lot of food and like <laughs> borderline Oregon Trail. So it's like dysentery. It you just know, seems kind of sad and oh. it, it yeah, it's like um what I, is I, that? I like old that. western? What 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 genre is that kind of stuff? Fantasy? Not not oh well, yeah, I would say I would say like an old like a yeah like an old western or something where they're just yeah they're like traveling tropes yeah, of, yeah yeah it's very dry and everyone's tired and we got to go to bed and what's going on here and oh and there's <laughs> yeah, the volcano those, those are the typical western <laughs> tropes <laughs> you know <laughs> it's dry I'm tired we got to go to bed no there's a volcano just and then the the volcano comes and that's fine and that's it. And then they gotta get the, you know, they get the ring ding, and everyone comes in, and Jesus fucking Christ! And you, and you sat there the whole time. You watched the whole thing. You watched. You had to watch it, and, and oh, and everyone's loving it. What a, what a fun, you know. what a fun trilogy, People right? People love that. People love Lord oh of the Rings. God. I mean, like. Like people love oh, it God. as much, if not more, than Harry Potter. Oh yeah, 100%. yeah. Harry Potter is like, oh man, these people are actually like. I mean, it gets a little bit like corny or whatever, mm-hmm. but like, man, those people are like interacting, and there's like stuff going on. There's like a school, and there's this and that. <sighs> I don't know. I, no, I fully agree. I just you feel are, like it's so much more active, so it's like so much. You're 100 percent true. The, the, you're 100 percent right. There is no school in Lord of the Rings. There's no school. There's no Hogwarts. There's a lot of walking. A lot and of there's walking. no Hogwarts. There's no Hogwarts at all. <laughs> there's no. And honestly, Hogwarts, I would say this: man. barely even. You know, Gandalf is this wizard. You don't. You don't see him do hardly there's any magic. Not a lot of magic going on. There is a lot in the Hobbit. Like in those, like he does sure. a lot of stuff. Like, where was this in freaking Lord of the Rings? You just like conjure me up a fucking buggy. He like teleports into a place and like does this like like AOE explosion. He's like, Pfft. I'm like, what? You, what? Why didn't you right. do this in these other ones? Right. Just teleport in. And at that point, you're getting off the gray. Yeah, you right. Even the white at exactly. that point. I'm right. like, you can just teleport. Why didn't you teleport to fucking Mountain Doom, motherfucker? Right. <laughs> that's the mountain. That's the volcano. And that's the yeah. thing we're talking about. That's the yeah. thing. But I and I think. I think it's the same thing with Harry Potter of like if I had if I had read Lord of the Rings and then watched the movies I'd be like oh that's cool <laughs> it's kind of like a you know it's like oh I got to see this cuz I I read all those books I invested yeah. my time into the words now I need to see the visuals Right I got to and it pays off so much more like it's like oh that's so stimulating cuz it's like I remember that from that <laughs> Absolutely no, I agree I I'm agree like, with oh, that Oh look at Hey, they're walking. <laughs> the, the writer told me they were walking, and now I get to watch. I remember them. when they passed that hill, right in the book. Oh boy, that's great. Good hill stuff. But dude, they were—they almost ran out of that. almost ran out of that elf bread at that one point. You know, elf bread. Right. You know. Right. Right. The elf bread. Yeah, I read that word. You know, they had to ration that out, man. That was tough stuff. You know, Ugh. Samwise was like, "We got to ration the food out." Oh, that's you right, know. Sam. Yeah, oh, Samwise and Rudy just—he's just like we got to ration out the, the 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 food, Mr. Frodo. And he's like, "Why? For the trip back home, of course." Right. Yeah. Sam, we're not coming home. We're not going home. Also, what's Dobby's? <laughs> what's the deal? What? There's a couple different monkeys I want to talk about, or a couple <laughs> little, little guys. So there's Dobby, Yoda, and then what's the other guy? Uh, uh, Gollum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
So it's funny you said those two things. I'm like, I know what he's trying to I'm say. Like, in my in my brain, I freaked out. I'm like, there's so much literature and movies to plus, go through. Dobby plus Yoda equals Go- Gollum. <laughs> <laughs> but what is that? They they gotta have a little little guy, a little wrinkly dude, <laughs> little wrinkly dude, a little wrinkly dude. Okay, for starters, those are those those are the two likes. They can be whatever color you want them to be. But for they starters, got little wrinkly. Yoda is a he takes on the the trope of the old wise, you know. Teacher, okay. the sage, if you will. Sure. Dobby is the he's, fool. He's a fool, I suppose. And Gollum is the tortured, tortured character that we have to care about. That gives backstory and gives. It shows us what Frodo could is become. Is he the puck, if you will? He. Mm, I don't think he's the puck. No. No. Okay. Yeah. What about? Here's a good one. What about? Uh, oh, what the fuck is his name? Jar Jar. Oh, what about Jar Jar? What's going on with that? That's the fool if I've ever seen one. <laughs> but see, but Jar Jar is interesting because it doesn't he doesn't matter. No, he doesn't. But that's like a cool thing cuz it's like very inventive. It's like Not it's, cool. No, it's not cool at all. Why why would you put him in if he doesn't matter? Because it's like a it's like a Well, I think it's him trying to it was him trying to be funny, right? Yeah, he was that supposed was like, to be comic relief. Ugh. <laughs> See, that was basically that was the equivalent of Lucas's stand-up, is what we could, <laughs> right? Like we can kind of equate that. So him to, being a racist uh, caricature, <laughs> right? But the only reason I brought him up was oh, like, me so sorry. That that is, it serves a little bit because it serves to the point of like, oh, the prequel just explains what's happening. It's like, well, with that, it's like he's so unnecessary yeah. and he sucks but yeah. he could have been great yeah it could have been like very well done do you think he and had he been in there he would not be integral to the plot at all do you think he if he was better well done do you think it could have turned the prequels into a necessary necessary three movies what you're talking if him Jar- alone if jar jar if jar jar do you <laughs> think he was powerful enough because there are there are fan theories out there that jar jar was the most powerful being in the that he was a sith he was a sith lord more powerful than emperor palpatine so do you think that jar jar if he was written correctly could have brought those three movies back from the brink no <laughs> well i think it depends i mean it's like oh boy how how much do, how much do you treat that character like you treated the characters in the older films where it's like this is just at face value. This is what's going on. Good luck, audience. This is all happening to you. <laughs> yeah. You get to and read into the subtext. Know, yeah. Right. Right. You, and you have to know what happened on. before based on. Yeah. If he had gone that hard, I think a, a cooler way of going about it would be like just the mindset of like being like, okay, if this is going to be prequels, these prequels are just going to, we're just going to assume that there's more prequels before it. Right, like, I see what you're saying. Without so actually, let's tell the it. same story, like type, assuming that because there is a whole history that exists before the prequels, right? Exactly that they explore, like the video games, like Why Knights of the they? Old Republic and stuff like that. So right. that would be absolutely right. Treat that like you would treat anything else. Here's a great franchise to start: is mm-hmm. it's just instead of there's no sequels, you start at the end. And you just keep going backwards. So it's like Memento, but for movies. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> By the way, I heard they're gonna. There's someone's trying to reboot Memento. That d- remake it. doesn't need to happen. Nope. We need to do a whole other one on reboots. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. What the hell's Memento? Memento with Christopher Nolan's movie with Guy Pearce and, uh, and a lot of Polaroids. Yeah. What's, uh, what's the plan there? <laughs> <laughs> what's the story? It's about a guy who uh, has no short-term memory. So like every what is it like I can't remember there's a certain amount of time like 15 minutes or something or is it something more? like that he has I don't know he basically will lose time. his memory it's like 51st states exactly mm-hmm. but way worse Ugh. 
because but he less has, Drew Barrymore. He's got tattoos all over his body that gives him clues about what's going on. He's trying to hunt his wife's killer. But he just has Polaroids and stuff that he uses to try to get around. And he starts at the end of the movie, and they tell it backwards to the beginning. It's very, it's edited very strangely. Like cool. you see, as as they're clipped together, it's very odd. Someone has done a supercut forward. I is don't it, think it's as interesting. It, it's not as good a movie. No. Yeah. Okay. I think what is that thing? What is uh, in? God, what is that? Is that Lost? Or what is that show where Ugh, Lost the Smoke Monster? No, they show the end no. of it. And then they show the rest of it. Oh, like Breaking Bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of an interesting. They start off with kind of like the end of the show or like the end of the episode, and then they go and they take it back to the front. I've yet to see a single it's episode. Very interesting. It's like probably the, like yeah, it's, it's like the first it's episode. Crazy. Like, <laughs> I hope I receive hate mail for saying that. It's Brian Cranston like in like a flannel shirt in his underwear yeah. in the desert, like waving a gun or something like that, and it's like yeah. what? And then it goes whoop, and starts right at the beginning, okay. and you're like. How did he get there? Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. We're going to show you. What's Doug's beef with Lost? <sighs> what isn't his beef with Lost? He doesn't like Lost. No, I don't like I've Lost I've watched either. Lost. I don't care about it. But Twice. I've <laughs> watched it all the way through two times. I think i got to watch it again. Is it on Netflix? It is on Netflix. Oh, they're, they're, it's so, I'm so happy they're still making money. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> Ugh, they, all of them, they just get these, oh, they get checks. <laughs> every, every month they get a check. From Dr. Netflix. From Dr. From Netflix. Dr. Netflix. Dr. James Netflix. Unreal. <laughs> Unreal. All right, bring me your uh, bring me on your next one. Oh wait, we didn't really talk about the Hobbit. Well, no, no, but I thought you you wanted to know what your beef was with Lost. Well, weren't you going to go down that road or not? No, I don't really want to go down that road. <laughs> I kinda, I kinda, he hates himself when he does it. No, I, I kind of I, we kind of touched base on Lost on a previous episode, so we I don't want to rehash it again. We did. All right. So I'm like, right. as much as I'd love to go on that tirade again. <laughs> so we're going to call the Hobbit what? Yay? Nay? I will say, I'll, I'll give you this much. I, I think you have a point in the sense that the movies. In a movie format, it is kind of a prequel because they also added scenes and characters that were not in the book, sure. and they tried to tie it all together. Okay. And in that regard, I didn't like it because I'm sure. like, this is completely unnecessary in that regard. And I okay. felt like it was garbage because of that. Prometheus. Okay. Prometheus is not... Here's the thing with uh, that. I, 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 I knew you're going to go down this road, so I have something for it. <laughs> Ridley Scott, the director, mm-hmm. blatantly said it was not a prequel. Right. And I feel like he's lying to us. <laughs> Okay, I didn't because, know you were going to go there with it, but okay. Because I feel like in his mind, he didn't know whether he wanted to be a prequel or not. Because for a couple of reasons. Do you think he just like went emo and was like, whatever they say, I'm going to say the opposite? Because I feel like he wanted it to be a standalone thing, but then he threw in all these things that were related to the movie Alien. Have you ever seen Prometheus? No. It's fucking infuriating. Have you seen the Alien franchise at all? James, what the, where have you been? I don't I, know. I haven't either. You haven't? No. Oh my God, I'm guys. Down. Really? Movie party. Damn. Movie party with that great movie. Movie Monday. <laughs> that needs to be a thing. Monday. Uh, there was, I was like, Monday. That's not what I wanted to say. Uh, there's the first one. <laughs> I <laughs> just movie. watched you <laughs> say it wrong and continue your thought. <laughs> Monday. Um, so essentially that movie, the first movie takes place with a crew of space people. And they're traveling in space. They get a distress, distress call. They land on a, a... Now, are they people in space or are they space people? They're people in space. Okay. They're miners. And they pick up a distress call. Like, not like not like children, but they're like mine for... for oh, yeah. Stuff. So like us. Okay. But they are people. Mm-hmm. They mm-hmm. are people. From the United States of America. Yes, they are from the U.S. USA. America. <laughs> you know what I mean? In space. <laughs> you know what I mean when I say that? 
Yeah, let's beat him. Let's beat him. You know what I mean? So get us to Mars. <laughs> let's get to Mars so we can claim it for America. <laughs> so they're from Planet America. Good. USA. So the the the. They get a distress call. They land on a planet called LV-426. Fine. This is very important. And when they're there, they find a crashed spaceship. And in that ship, it's filled with all these eggs that have, like, these face sucker creatures in it that are, like, <laughs> latch on your face. They implant an embryo in. It bursts out of your chest. And out comes this alien with acid, you know, that's concentrated for blood. So, that being said, in Prometheus... We see these people, these also space people from America, um, land on this planet, and you find a, a spaceship, the same exact spaceship, but it's not the same planet. They specifically tell you it's a different planet. Okay. I don't know why. Because the important thing is in the first Alien movie, uh, the, 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 the uh, ship looks like it's crashed. So it's very important. So in Prometheus, they come across a... Uh, a part of the ship that looks like it has a bunch of pods, not unlike the eggs that we see in the first Alien movie, where something comes out of it and infects people, mm. and uh, it, it, it affects people's DNA to the point where um, it there is a creatures that evolve into the xenomorph that we go on to see from Alien on the wall in the spaceship. There's a mural of the xenomorph that shouldn't exist because it morphs based on the DNA from the humans. And at the end of the movie, a spaceship crashes on the planet and we see one of those xenomorphs existing and like becoming being real fully realized so i'm like in the bed ridley scott's like nope this isn't a prequel nothing to do with the other i was like then why do you have all these elements that show us because there's also a creature that looks like something has bursted out of its chest that was like in the control console everything about it smells of the prequel but it's not a prequel i was like fuck you buddy all right Sorry. Yeah. So Prometheus, my reasons for having it on the list <laughs> were I never saw it, but I heard it was good. <laughs> Again. Not good. Not good. Don't recommend it. Really? Do not recommend okay. it. Okay. I then, will say one thing. Michael Fassbender is fucking amazing in that movie. And then I was going to go into what constitutes a prequel in the sense of the director didn't make it with that purpose, but the fan base viscerally argues that it absolutely is a prequel. So what? Where does it? Do the fans get to decide, or does the director get to decide? Where does the creative? Where does that artistic license? It's a great question. Stand? I would say I. I would say Ridley Scott should have sorted his shit out and fully <laughs> committed to it, either being a prequel or yeah. not being a prequel. Because just saying it's not a prequel, but obviously it is. It has elements of a prequel. He's an idiot, right? And it's like he needs to just commit one way or the other. Make it fully not be one, or make it one. Don't do. Don't kind of dip your toes in. You know, both pools there. You heard it here on Mind Gap first. Ridley Scott is an idiot. And I love a you, Ridley. Phobe. I love you, Ridley. I hope you make Prometheus two better. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Oh shit! Good one, because that is technically a prequel. It happened a year before the yeah. events of the first movie, and it doesn't uh, doesn't do much to further any story arc for the three movies as a cohesive unit. But it does allow more insight into the respect that Nidhi has for ancient artifacts and religious uh, items. So it gives a little bit more about his character. That is interesting because you're. No, that's a good point because like it's almost like its own standalone movie, in a sense that when you watch, like most people don't realize that that is a prequel, mm-hmm. which I find fascinating. And I think that's literally until today I didn't realize that exactly. Like <laughs> I, I watched research, that movie yeah. my whole life thinking that it was just like the next step, but it's totally yeah. not. Yep, absolutely. So in that regard, um, it's interesting. That's an interesting point. So no, again, I, what constitutes a prequel? Does a prequel have to go back and tell? 
something that relates to the story in the first one? No, I don't or think so. Or is it just so. part of that character's life prior? You may have found like the first prequel that I think is actually legitimate. Yeah. Because technically a prequel would be something that happens before the right. original work that we see. That in the actually, same universe with the same, same character. With the same, yeah. That tells a story mm-hmm. that we... We, you know, can link to his adventures. It's kind of chronicling him. So I think that 100% is a prequel. Boom. And it's solid. Way Boom. to go, Steven Spielberg. Woo. You nailed it. That's and awesome. Justin. And Justin. I found it. <laughs> you did find it. <laughs> I know. Well played, because even I was like, I, I, I always forget that's a prequel. That's a good one. Well done. Monsters University. Yeah. That was a fantastic movie. Uh, go fuck yourself if you haven't. I, like I never saw it, but I heard it was good. <laughs> <laughs> He's so visceral about it. No, no, I've, I've seen it. I love that movie. I like, yeah. I like uh, Monsters. I was just trying to do a rules of three thing. No, that was good, man. Way to go. He's, um, he knows his comedy. No, fantastic oh, standalone movie. It gave great character backstories, and we saw how and why certain personalities and relationships are shaped. I think that was very instrumental in the second movie. Or in the first movie. I feel like I'm just, I haven't seen it, so I'll, I'll start with that. Uh, why, why are you sitting there like, oh, no, it sucks? Why did you have that reaction? Did I say it? Oh, no, it I sucks. thought you were you, – the way you reacted was as, as I, if I, you I thought it sucked. I think I, I – if I, if I came off that way, I apologize. You should. Because I, I just don't – Accept it. Because yeah. I initially saw that, and I was like – because it was Pixar, I gave it credence. I was like, all right, Pixar's doing this. Right. This is decent. But at the same time, I was like – Wait, was it Pixar or is it DreamWorks? That's DreamWorks. Oh, is it DreamWorks? Yeah. No, I could have – no, because that's that's a that's a Disney property. Because you can find okay. them at Disney World because people are dressed as Kitty. I'll allow it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Monsters, Monsters. Uh, it's got to be Pixar. Yeah, it's Pixar. Um, it's got to be Pixar. It's got to be. Or else. Or else what, James? Nothing much. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Monsters Inc. Oh, is fucking God. great. I love Monsters it's Inc. Fantastic. But yeah, I, you're I, right. It's Pixar. You're right. I'll give it to you. Everyone wins We here. did it, James. I think we're all, you know, on Everyone board wins. with the Pixar. Yeah. See, that's Pixar. the first the first thing is I would I would give Pixar. I'm like, all right, cool. They're probably gonna be a solid story altogether. But my initial reaction would be like, I don't give a shit where Sully and Mike Gaskowski, like, I don't care where that You gotta the, see the movie first. You sure. I, I I would say you can't you can't discount it until yeah. you've seen it. I hundred percent agree. To like, discount it. When I want, when what I about s- Finding Nemo's uh, the Dora thing? Oh, is that, that going to be a prequel? I think so. No. Oh, okay. How's that going to be a prequel? I don't think it's going to be a prequel. <laughs> it might just be a sequel. Though. You know what I mean? <laughs> do you they, know what I mean when I say that? I do know what you mean Good. when you say that. I'm glad. What about uh, Toy Story? <laughs> Toy Story 2. Toy Story 3. I mean, we got a lot of... Toy Story 4. Yeah, I mean, these are... <laughs> These also, I mean, now all of a sudden you, you look around, the second Toy Story 2 comes out, uh-oh, the first Toy Story is a prequel. <laughs> See that? Oh my Boom. god, the logic, it's hurting my brain. Isn't that terrible? Isn't that terrible to know? Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> so that means the first Toy Story is a piece of crap then? I guess so. It right. doesn't, yeah. Instantly. <laughs> Instantly crap. Instantly. How dare you do that, James? Insta crap. You just destroyed my world. <laughs> I got three more. I want to. I want to plow through before <laughs> before we get out of here. I got minions, which is along the same lines. I thought that was uh, never saw it, but oh, I, I yeah. honestly never did see that one. I haven't seen either of those either. But yeah, again, I don't really give a shit where the minions came from. I have I have C Monsters University arguments. Okay, okay I, gotcha. Same yeah. thing. <laughs> um, and then uh, the last uh, ones are. Uh, it's a twofer. 
Caravan of Courage and Ewok Adventure and Ewoks the Battle for Endor. No. I thought those we were pretty good e- not, uh, prequels. We're not talking for about... For Jedi. Oh, my God. Uh, for the Return of the Jedi. No. Um, no, those no, those we, are not prequels. Can we just agree to disagree on that one? <laughs> Dude, I, I I used to have that on VHS when <laughs> so I was younger. serious. Just saying. I've had both of them. And they were no. And no. the last one I want to put out there is The Brave Little Toaster to the Rescue, which is the prequel to uh, The Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars. Oh, my and God. And he would not have been able to go to Mars had he not been able to learn how to rescue people. Right. So he learned everything he needed to know about space travel in his rescue. Plus, missions. he wouldn't be able to go to Mars if he did not already exist. <laughs> this guy knows it. This guy. Boom, bada, bang. This guy right. understands. Give it, Give it to me. I really. Boom. Oh God, I, I get it. <laughs> he gets the struggles of the toaster. It's real. The struggles are real. Oh, my God. No. I no. I haven't seen that. What is, what's the to- <laughs> I like toaster stuff. What's the deal? I like uh, toaster strudel. I do, man. I like, I like pop tarts. It's a toaster who finds. He's, he's courageous. Is, is it a cartoon? Is. Yeah. yeah. That dude personifying stuff is so great. I think that stuff's so funny. It's actually. I remember feeling like at one point I'm like, this is kind of dark because like these appliances and stuff were like dying. Mm-hmm. And at the end, mm-hmm. like the toaster tries to save everyone by past their himself. warranties. Yeah, he throws himself into the gears to sacrifice himself for everyone else so that they can live and not get crushed. I think Brave by the garbage. Toaster, yeah. By the garbage thing that's like gonna squish everybody, mm-hmm. he is the brave little toaster. Right. No, I love that personified, like the non, non real object, kind of like uh, Legally Blonde. Non real object to an object. Am I thinking of the right movie? Are you talking about that one with Reese Witherspoon? Yeah, where that's she's, the one. She's not a woman, is what you're saying? She's not a human being. I no, she in the movie is. I'm not sure. I follow. What we're doing right now. I'm just not doing anything. I'm making a point. So she's not real, but in the movie, she's an object that is real? Thank you. I like it. All right. Bada boom, bada bang. As long as we're in agreement on that. Women are objects. That's Justin not Stranley. what I said. Justin Shannon said, women are objects. You know what? Strike they're, uh, that from the podcast. I did okay. not say that. They're okay. <laughs> I did not say that. I just said that she, in the movie, was a thing. <laughs> was, <laughs> what? Was living... And personified as a human. <laughs> Wait, what? What is going? What is the plan? Are here? you saying that? Reese How are you going to get out of this? <laughs> not, there's nothing to get out of. There's you nothing. are. That is. You are so fucked. There's nothing to get out of. Here. He's saying that Reese Witherspoon was a brave little toaster in Legally Blonde. <laughs> I think the connection's pretty clear. James is like just horrified. I gotta go see Brave Little Toaster. <laughs> I'm excited to find out what you know what's going on. It's time for the throwdown. It's time for a throwdown. All right, tonight's throwdown. Boom! I love it. Throwdown. See, all right, James. We need fucking get it. We need more theme music. We get it. He gets it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna move away from the superheroes tonight. All right. Oh, since. Pre-recording session, mm-hmm. we were having a little discussion about uh, TWD, The Walking Dead. Oh, oh, I was like the Walt Disney World, Walt Disney. <laughs> Love that's where Doug's brain goes immediately. <laughs> immediately, um, we're gonna go. Uh, Is he still frozen? Oh yeah, absolutely. How does that work? What's uh, the plan? The the plan is to bring him back when the Jews are gone. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Very Makes sense. God, I'm really pulling. Pulling for him, I guess. <laughs> what? What an asshole! Like, how are you also, gonna get yourself out of this one, James? <laughs> also, what is the, so? What is that? What do you mean? What is that? 
What were the Jews? How does he come back? Uh, they just they put some adrenaline into his heart. What's well, the same? What did what did Han do? Oh, he was in frozen carbonite. That was different. Oh, okay. Yeah, he survived the the freezing process, and then they just kind of like melted him out. See, it's kind of like I'd say it's almost like Demolition Man in a way. Mm-hmm. You know, they gotta they gotta inject some adrenaline into his heart, kind of like get the system going again. Where's the prequel for that movie? For Demolition Man? Yeah. Oh my God! Right? Right? I mean, that story starts with like Holly, like L.A. on fire. And like, uh, how did we get there? We need to know, right? And Stallone's like, just going, we gotta take out Phoenix, Simon Phoenix, and it's like, wh- what the hell's happened to this point? The, I remember, the I beginning of this names. movie is like the end of a really great movie, you know? What? Uh, what? You ever seen Demolition Man? <laughs> Sorry, Sylvester Stallone. God, guys, we gotta have a movie night. Yeah, movie Monday, dude. It's got Sylvester Stallone. It's got Wesley Snipes being extremely racist against Asians. Who's it's Wesley amazing. Snipes? Oh, he's got tax problems. He's also... Uh, who's Wesley Snipes? He was a vampire. He was a vampire. He's Blade. And he was Blade Trinity. Mm-hmm. Blade. He's Blade 2. Got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> got it. I know, I know him now. That's how it goes. Know. We All know. Right. We know. All right. Throwdown. Throwdown is going to be... Because um, we never saw... We never really saw an official face-to-face... Head to head, mono and mono throwdown between Mr. Rick Grimes and Mr. Governor. So if it was just like a gloves are coming off, sleeves are getting rolled up, who's walking away? Go. Does the governor still have his eye or no? Sure. He does? Does it matter? Well, I feel like if he doesn't have his eye, he's got a disadvantage right okay, there yeah. with sight. This is this is pre Michoni. Okay. Pre Michoni Baloney. Okay. Um it's been a while since I've, and we're we're obviously talking uh, we're talking TV show, not comic. I have not yet hit that point in the comics, so yes, we are talking TV show, not comics. Gotcha. Um, I'm you? going Rick Grimes all the way, right down the middle. Rick is nuts. Fucking bit a guy's throat out. He's nuts. Right. Is he fully, spoiler alert? Is he fully nuts at that point? He's pretty close. I mean, he he's, had his bridge time where he thought he saw Lori. Like that's he's like true. my bridge. He's, he's carrying that phone around. Yeah, he had he, phone. he he got pretty. I'm gonna do what I need to do. At the same right. time, the governor's carrying. You know, he's got a bunch of heads in jars. They yeah, yeah. I mean, he's night. pretty. He's pretty batshit crazy. That's his, that's his TV. I'm just saying. I think Rick <laughs> had the drive to live. I think Rick has just a, just enough more oomph to be like I'm not. I'm not done. I feel like the governor is craftier. I feel like he's obviously done mm. enough to manipulate people, and he's found ways to get people to do what he wants. Okay. And I feel like, um, again, I gotta ask, where are they fighting? Oh, I think they're they're in a clearing in the woods. Okay. It's just the two of them. And they obviously they happen upon each other. Uh, they happen upon each other. They okay, gotcha. Yeah, no one's got the upper hand. They happen. Okay. They each come out. They're they're each hunting, trying to find a member of the group that went missing. Okay. And they're they're out there. Sorry, Rick's trying to find a member of his group that went missing. The governor's trying to find someone who ran away. Okay. Got it. It turns out that they're <laughs> the same person. Okay, gotcha. Somehow. I think Rick. You think Rick? Yeah. What do you think Rick? Well, I think Rick just because I think he... Yeah, he has a lot more to live for, I think. Or at least he thinks he does. Ooh. So, like, I think he has a lot more drive... And anger to kill him than the governor does. I feel like the governor doesn't really know a lot of the time why he's surviving or, like, trying to. He survives for the basis, I think, 
it's it's not as evident in the TV show as the the comic, but in the comic, it's for me, I, for the way I interpret it, it's purely power. Okay, like he he, just, he just likes the he runs yeah. his community, and he has access to that sort of stuff, and he is important. He is mm-hmm. the person who's in charge of that, yeah. and he pulls strings. People listen to him. Whereas in the TV show, it seems like he was almost kind of like kind of elected in a sense like people like turned to him and he assumed the mantle and he seemed a lot more it's kind of like rick i i looked at him as the anti-rick like there's matter there's dark matter there's rick there's the governor like people did the same thing for rick like he just kind of he the group was formed when he came in yeah like, rick, rick and is he just interesting. he just kind of rose to the top rick is interesting because especially as you've probably seen a little bit in the comic uh rick can he has to be leader Right, he cannot sit on the sidelines. To right. for better or worse, he has to be in control. He has to be the leader. He has to be the one making decisions. Yeah. And usually, there's good consequences and there's bad consequences to that. Right. Um, it's not quite as evident in the TV show for that. I mean, he shows up like you know in like season one. Yeah. He kind of assumes control because he's a police officer. Mm-hmm. So I think people kind of look to him for that. He also shows he can handle himself really pretty easily. So um, in that regard. Yeah, I feel like I think the burden of leadership uh, it hurts Rick more than it does. Oh, the it governor. definitely weighs sure. heavier. Yeah, and yeah. every decision that Rick makes it weighs heavily. Whereas with the governor, I feel like he's like, well, this is what we got to do. He just sheds it easier. He sheds yeah. it. He's like, this is this is a part of the situation that we're in. We're gonna have to deal with it one way or the other, and whatever. So that being said, I think Rick has more passion, but I think Rick's also more unstable, which actually could work in his favor. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, yeah. but yeah. I also feel like something could, you know. I feel like there could be some sort of like something could throw him off. Okay. You know, something could, he could be so full of rage or so full of like whatever that something could happen where the, he could be on tilt, so to speak. Okay. Where the governor could get the upper hand, could get the other upper hand. I guess part of me is just like, my heart's like, it's gotta be Rick. Well, I mean, yeah, you want to root for, you want to root for Grimes, but even though Frank is Frank, Rick is, uh, I was going to say Frank Grimes. What's Frank Grimes? That's in the comic book character somewhere. Frank, I'll find your, I'll figure it out. Frank Grimes. Why do I want? Is that? That's not the Punisher, is it? No, that's Frank Castle. Frank Grimes. Yeah, who the hell is Frank Grimes? We'll find I think it out. Made that up. Oh, okay. Well, regardless. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so why do I say Frank Grimes? Rick Grimes. I think uh, my heart's telling me. My heart's telling me. Rick. Um, and I think because he is a little. Oh, Frank Grimes is a. Uh, it's a Simpsons character. He was Homer's enemy in the. Uh, Oh. He was a new he was a new uh, worker in the power plant and everything came easy to Homer, uh, nothing came easy to Frank and he just got super pissed that Homer just like skated by everything. Frank Grimes, everyone. I Frank feel like Grimes. I didn't know that. I don't really watch Simpsons, so here we go. So who's gonna be? I'm gonna have to go. My have to go with my heart. My heart says Rick. 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 Rick all the way. Rick wins the throwdown. Way to go, Rick. There you go. Woo! Congratulations, Rick. Congratulations, Rick. Wins. <laughs> Justin literally wrote Rick wins. So congratulations. Congratulations to Rick. Yeah, yeah. right. He did it. He killed uh-huh. him. He bit out his throat, and then I'm I'm assuming sodomized the corpse. Oh, I hope or he th- did that. Right? Yeah. Right. <laughs> I hope he got a little bit. Look, guys, everyone has needs. You know. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> the natural reaction. How are you gonna get out, how you gonna get out of this one? Hey man, we've all had one now. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you gotta do what you gotta do, man. You know, I'm not gonna judge a guy. You know. Uh-huh. It's it's uh the the, the 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 souls love the body, and um, you know sometimes it's, it's better than a living person. Man, what does that look like? <laughs> you get like 
<laughs> I wish this was video because the look of disgust on your face. You because yeah. you were genuinely curious for a second, and, fit, then, and, then, and then like the picture came well, in, just and you were like, like the idea of like, oh, what it like look like? <laughs> Making that happen is so. I feel like that's a lot. Because <laughs> there's probably some prep that you have to go into. You know what I mean? Like, boy, we really, uh, <laughs> really getting into it. <laughs> We'll probably we're, stop it there. We're co- we're coming into a whole nother we're, episode of a podcast. That's right. You yeah. know, we should lead off with that. Yeah. You know, this is like the beginning of Demolition Man. You know, we're you it's like you know we're, we're seeing the how did they get there? How did they get there? It's like yeah. So if you're fucking a corpse, Doug's you know, you probably got to bring your about own this prequel. <laughs> <laughs> Shockingly excited, James. We want to thank you so much for being thank here, you taking guys. the this time was so to much hang, fun. thank you, and uh, giving us some really good laughs. It was, was some so good fun. stuff, man. You know what I mean? Uh, do you have any anything you want to plug? Anything coming up that uh, these oh, uh, PP should know about? You I got have any shows. Uh, mm, yes, I have Macy next, not this Saturday, but next Saturday. Cool. Which What's is, Macy? Uh, my CIC team. Oh, you're on CIC team my as hot well. CIC. Oh my gosh, hot, I'm so sorry. Team. I didn't even list that on the on the top of the top of the show. Whatever. <laughs> you got anything else coming up? Why anything don't we, with Jerkstore? Why don't store? we uh, also talk about what a CSAC team, a Saskat? CIC is a uh, an improv school here in Chicago there as well. Yeah. It's very up and coming. Everyone loves it. Very hot. It's very hot. It's the it's, it's the thing. It's the hot thing. It's, it's, it's big it's, big stuff. It's the as James would say. It's it's the it's the the new naughty thing. It is. Ah, it really is. Naughty. Kind I like of doing some funky stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so you got that going on. Do you have anything else? Anything you're doing Jerk with Jerk Store, Store Sunday? Jerk Store Sunday. Nine at the playground. Cool. This will probably not come out before Sunday, I know. but. Guys, jerk stores on the playground on Sunday. Guys, guys, it was great. You should have seen it. You should have seen it, guys. It, it was, was amazing. Fantastic. It was hilarious. James did things with a corpse. It would have blown your mind. It was amazing. A real corpse. <laughs> they bring it on stage for every he show. Doesn't fuck around with that fake shit. Improvised nope. real corpse. <laughs> <laughs> that's just improvised real corpse. That sounds like it should be the name of something. Oh, that's so. T- that sounds sad and, and, and lonely and terrible. Sounds like my Christmas show I'm writing All called right. Improvised Real Corpse. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-oh. So I can, smell a hit. I smell a hit <laughs> for the holidays. Guys, you can find uh, MindGap on Facebook. Uh, you can like us on our page. Uh, we post a lot of good stuff on there as well. And uh, you can also find us on Twitter at MindGapPodcast. And Justin has a website. You can go to JustinStrandland.com where you can also listen to this podcast as well as the other one I do on Mondays with Milos. It's called The Best Bar Podcast Ever. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Justin underscore Michael. It's spelled M-I-K-E-L. It's the fun way of spelling it. And uh, you can also find us uh, over on iTunes. Uh, While you're over there, go ahead and subscribe and rate us and uh, review us and give us all the goodness and the loves and the likes. All the good stuff. And shares and anything else you can do and that within you know the legal limits that your state allows. That's right. Because if there's one thing that we're all about, it's about being legal. Am I right, James? Oh, we are right. <laughs> James, <laughs> thanks again for joining us. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. We'll see you next week. Mind Gap Podcast. <laughs>